G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Prayer is such a funny thing. It's talking to someone you can't see or hear, at least not in the same way as we can see or hear the people around us. So, does it make sense? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we kick off a brand new series of messages called Unlocking the Power of Prayer. And do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet. It's called Love Is and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you experience God's love and share God's love. Prayer is such a funny thing. I mean, it's based on this notion that we can talk to someone we really can't see or hear. At least not the same way we can see and hear the people around us. Sometimes people pray out loud, other times they pray in their heads. So can he read our thoughts too? And after all, who are we praying to? This God, this this Jesus, who is that? It's kind of like we go looking for someone, God, but do we ever find him? And who is he anyway? Do we want to find him? Where do we go looking for him in the first place? I mean, they're all good questions. If you're going to be talking with someone you can't see, then surely first you have to seek him and find him, don't you? I don't know where you are on your spiritual journey or or whether you've even pondered those questions. Maybe you've just assumed, maybe you've never worried about them. Prayer is a wonderful thing. And we're going to be talking about that over this week and next week on the program. But it's a step of faith. It's talking with someone we can't see with our eyes. Now, either he's there at the other end and it all makes sense, or he isn't. And we're kidding ourselves. I mean, it'd be a loopy thing to do if he wasn't there. So that's why this week and next week on the program, we're looking at the power of prayer. Because I tell you, I believe that prayer is a powerful thing, and it's a wonderful thing to do. But before we go there, let's go back to square one. Because my hunch is we need to seek out this God that we're praying to. Often, not always, but often people come to God in a time of need. That's how I first came to God. Life's going along okay, and then all of a sudden, bang! Help! Who do I turn to? Well, maybe I'll pray. It happens over and over again. And sometimes it seems that that's the only way God can get our attention. Now, it happened to the nation of Israel. Israel were God's chosen people. They'd they'd gone into the promised land, they lived there for a while, and then they just didn't obey God. And so God brought judgment on them. He let the Babylonians come and take them out of there and take them into exile. And they were in Babylon, exiled in slavery for 70 years wondering, where the heck is God? You know, what's going on? And through Jeremiah the prophet, you can read about it, Jeremiah chapter 29 in the Old Testament, they were doing it real tough, and God speaks to them through Jeremiah and says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I'll listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. 
and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Now, this is really interesting because here God links the two things I've just been talking about. Seeking God out and praying. Have a look. Verse 12 says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And verse 13, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Kind of makes sense. Before you can really have any sort of deep relationship and communication with someone, you have to seek them out. I mean, today, my wife Jackie and I have a really close relationship. We communicate with each other in ways that we don't communicate with anyone else. We have deep and intimate conversations. But when I first met Jackie, she was just a face in a crowd. And then we went through a courtship. And and when you think about it, a courtship is seeking someone out. It's exactly what I did. In a sense, I had to go after her and she had to come after me. We had to seek each other out from the crowd before we could have this deep and wonderful relationship that we have today. My hunch is it's exactly the same with God. One of my favourite books of all time is The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. This is what he writes on the subject of seeking God out. He says, Where the modern scientist has lost God amidst the wonder of his world, we're in danger of losing God amidst the wonders of his word. We've almost forgotten, he says, that, that God's a person and that as such we can have a personal relationship with him. In this hour of all but universal darkness, one cheering gleam appears, writes Tozer. Within the fold of Christianity, there are to be found increasing numbers of people whose lives are marked by this, a growing hunger after God himself. These people won't be put off with words or shallow logic. They won't be content to busy themselves with with nervous activity and yet to feel this inner emptiness. These people are a thirst for God and they won't be satisfied until they've drunk deep at this fountain of living water. They desire God above all other things. They're a thirst to taste for themselves the piercing sweetness of the love of Christ, about whom the holy prophets wrote and the psalmist sang. They want to taste, to touch with their hearts, to see with their inner eyes the wonder that is God. I want to deliberately encourage this mighty longing after God. Jesus waits to be wanted. It's too bad that with so many of us, he waits so long, so very long, in vain. Isn't that beautiful? It's exactly what God said through Jeremiah. He said, when you seek me with all your heart, then and only then will you find me. See, when we go and talk with someone that we're not close to, that we really don't want to be close to, that communication is kind of shallow. I call it cocktail party communication. You know, when you, you drift over and you talk to someone for a few minutes, then you go and talk to someone else because you've run out of things to say with that first person. Oh, but Bernie, you know, you don't understand. I've tried praying on and off, but you, it's empty and hollow and, and it doesn't work. Okay, let me ask you a question. Have you sought after God himself with all your heart? Are you hungry? Are you thirsty to be with him? Have you gone after him? Do you want this relationship with him more than anything else on earth? With all your heart. This is the starting point of a rich and powerful and rewarding prayer life with God. Prayer isn't a casual thing. Prayer isn't the odd panic button that we hit when something's going wrong. Prayer is an everyday thing. 
And, and it comes out of a desire to seek this person out. Prayer is a choice that we make in our hearts. You know, when I first saw Jackie, I looked at her and I thought, that's her. That's the person. I didn't know her. But I had to go and seek her out. You know, just a few Sundays after I first saw her, I saw her when I was preaching at a church. A few Sundays later, um, we'd planned a picnic. And I rang some other people and said, listen, make sure, make sure you invite that new woman, Jackie, I think her name is. <laughs> you know, I went to a lot of lengths to seek her out and to get her involved and to get to know her. And, and it's that process, that desire, that heart that now has borne fruit. We have a wonderful relationship. It is something that was a decision of my heart to seek her out. People wonder why they don't have a great prayer life. Prayer is a decision of the heart. Prayer is when we seek God out with all our hearts. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You know what the implication is? If we don't seek him with all our hearts, we won't find him. That's, that's what he's saying. But if you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. say is what makes the world go round. Well, fair enough. But sometimes we don't feel loved and sometimes we struggle to share love with those around us. It's not easy. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest booklet, Love Is. Because God's Word, man, it is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that through this simple booklet, He'll help you experience His love and share His love. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.